0: Hey, everyone. This is your host, Chris Decker. Now with a new season, we're on season five and we're digging into community and what it looks like to be authentic in community, what it looks like to build a tribe. And today we have none other than Carol Burden, who is the podcast host of Radiance Real Talk and founder of Radiance Resources. She's a passionate leader, understands people and profoundly believes in the power of self-care, adapting ethics and equity in the workplace. She shares wisdom from years of working with individuals and teams to improve their work situation. Carol offers a keen knowledge of institutional structures, policies, and processes that create lasting change and isn't afraid to tackle big initiatives within an organization. She uses her gift of storytelling to make every interaction personal, every engagement truly unique, and every conversation meaningful. I hope that's true today as well.
1: It is. It is. Well, thank you. Thank you for that introduction, Chris. I hope that, you know, we are moving into so many different ways and direction that I think being focused and being into ourselves and being as authentic as we can is the only way that we as a global community can move through. And I feel that authenticity is so core to that. It's it's understanding your voice in so many ways. So thank you uh, for mm-hmm. inviting me to be part of this conversation because I feel that, and I know, and I believe in my heart of hearts and in my core of essence, authenticity is the key. It is the key to the kingdom.
0: Authenticity is the key to the kingdom. We got to speaking offline you're actually a part of some some communities and groups right now on Clubhouse and yes. maybe discovering a little bit about yourself that you didn't know before.
1: I am. I've I've been in a few Clubhouse rooms um and I have found that people just want to slow down. They want to have respite space right now. I think that there's just so much consternation. There's so we're so living in our emotions. That the greatest area that I keep hearing, like the greatest drum that keeps beating is, we need a break. We need a break. We need to breathe. I think that is the essence of where everyone is right now. We're so emotionally triggered. And I say, that's great. And know it and push it off to the side. And stay connected mm-hmm. to your purpose. I call it the moss on the tree. I did a video a few weeks ago, and that is where I came from, from Clubhouse. That's why I keep coming back to. Stay focused on who you are and what you're doing. Be aware. Just use the noise as the awareness, right? Because then it's it's the distinction between noise and signals. And I think people in Clubhouse, what I've been learning is people are looking for the signals. And for whatever reason, how I come into Clubhouse is, is part of that answer for them. And they actually want me to create a podcast specifically to, you know, just, just slow down the day, you know, close down the day or start the day in a space of purpose in their authentic selves.
0: It's so interesting that, that you're, you're, you're talking about um, slowing down And I can't help but remember, I I can see the things that I posted last year, a year ago from today, I was in a frantic hustle. I think a lot of us were where there was a lot, there was so much uncertainty that was thrown into our lives. Um, My way to cope with it was to throw myself into a deep workaholism and, and overproduce and now uh, a year later, yes, I'm seeing the fruits of that planting. Like the harvest is here, but it, 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 <laughs> we need a break. We need yeah, a break we- desperately. Go ahead, yeah, Carl.
1: It's it's what's the cost? Yeah, that's the question. Is what was what's the real cost? And so we're seeing that cost show up. It's manifesting. Mm-hmm. It's manifesting in. My, in my mind, in self care, where are we with our self care within that work? And I think that that is why there's Zoom exhaustion. There's nothing wrong with the Zoom application, it's how we're using it. There's not this technology, (laughs) it's that's all it is. It's a tool. And so (laughs) it's how we're using it. Are we using all of Mm. the options to truly interact? When I walk into a room, regardless if it's virtual or if it's literal, physical, energy is energy. Energy moves everywhere and everything. So if we went and bunkered in, which we all did, I call COVID-19 the COVID ocean, COVID-19 ocean, and all the buoys are popping up that we have to deal with. And so, mm. because of COVID, stopped us to slow us down. We're not going. COVID's not going to let us go until we, as a collective, come together. Just FYI, and part of that is self care. Mm-hmm. In my mind, part of that is self care. So I always say, Chris, self care is not selfish. It is selfless, and in that selflessness is where we that's the container that we create hence that's the energy we move out and we receive so i i work through this too we're all human that's the thing chris we are all on the same playing field it does not matter how much money you have mm-hmm. in your accounts how many bitcoins you've got it does not matter your title mm-hmm. every single person on this planet is on the same playing because we have never experienced what we as a collective are experiencing right now. And that takes a lot of vulnerability to say. And that takes a lot of us to stop ourselves and really look at is what we're doing the cause, the effect. What is it? What is it? and hence what is the pay and the cost of the choices that we make that to me is where authenticity lies now and and I will tell you this is organic conversation just so you and your and your and, and the folks who are listening and hearing me say this is I this is coming out because the energy that is here and present with all of us is what is i'm listening into that's what i'm stepping into, so authenticity is calling all of us forth that's what it's doing mm-hmm. and so how we were last year you're right is manifesting into how it's showing up this year, and that's part of mm-hmm. the that's part of why we are all in this. Well, we worked. We've gone internal. We've cleaned our homes. We've sold our homes. We've moved. Right. Some things happened last year. We lost our jobs. We're creating new ways of living. We're asking ourselves, well, is that the right job for me? Is that should I've been? See, that's all part of authenticity. That's all to me. Authenticity is the energy that helps fuel whatever we call purpose.
0: Let's let's write this. Let's write this formula together right now, because I th- I think you're sensing a need for us to come together in order to get out of this. But we're not getting out of anything. The solution is actually to get into something. And let's let's write this formula together. Now that we've been exposed, now that now that we've been opened up, we're reaping the harvest of what we planted last year. And yes, there's external, there was what we saw on the news, there was what was handed to us, there was, there was these things, but Carol's arguing, and I actually agree with her, is that we're all on an equal playing field. Doesn't matter what's in your account balance, doesn't matter how many accolades you've received, we're on an equal playing field. It's still that way. Doesn't seem like it's going to change very soon. So let's write this formula together, Carol. H- how, do, how do we start to come together?
1: Chris, we have to face what is the truth. That's where we begin. And we have to, I think we need to choose because it's a choice. We have choice in the matter, always choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. And when we choose to commit, right? So we we can choose to opt in or we can choose to commit. And when we're ready to choose to commit, that means we're in it. That means mm-hmm. we choose to be vulnerable of the, of the word that leaders don't want to hear. Another Carolism, the first one I already talked about. The second one I always say is vulnerability is the cornerstone of empowered leadership, period, In We choose to be vulnerable when we choose to commit. We choose then to say, we need help. When I am vulnerable, I need help. I cannot do this alone. Part of the reason why we are self-isolating and we are seeing so many issues arise with our mental health, with our physical health, Is because as human beings, we are constantly connected. Mm -hmm. We can find new ways to connect. And so when I say, I don't know, when I say, I don't have all the answers, when I say, I need help, that is me extending myself to you to say, You have gifts and talents and experiences and knowledge and strengths that I don't have. Can we work together to create this new pathway, this new book, and this new language that we are now literally co-creating? That's what's happening. We are birthing. Dr. Eddie Glaude talked about this. Eddie Glaude Jr. talked about this not too long ago. He said, we are birthing. We are we are birthing a new space, we are birthing a new world. What do we want that world to sincerely look like as a collective? That's the question. And for me, Chris, that's where authenticity comes into play, because all of those that you said, the titles, the all that stuff gets stripped away. All that gets stripped away, and what do we do? We're just looking at each other, human to human. I think that's part of the formula. The first is tell the tr- is acknowledge the truth commit be vo- be vulnerable be aware I'm not saying to be naive I'm saying to be aware and be yourself like really be yourself and the only way that I know that I can be myself is that I've got to continuously what work on myself so it's it is an I and a we I ask people to step into Dr. Tony Alexandria's work from 1996 of the Platinum Rule, which to me is the 2.0 of the Golden Rule. Golden Rule says, treat others as I want to be treated. The Platinum Rule asks, treat others as they want to be treated. In my mind, Chris, I still can take care of me as far as my self-awareness and self-care. And at the same time, I'm fortifying myself by walking into your shoes, by seeing life through your lens, by figuring out ways to help you, because guess what? That helps me. That's what I see.
0: Hmm. Well, we just broke out the formula. Now let's let's apply that to you. Let's okay. apply that to you, the listener. You're with us today. You know, Kel and I are having a conversation. We want to bring you into it let's talk to Sarah Sarah's an entrepreneur um, she actually lost her job in last February um, and then in March was inspired to create a, a, a virtual company culture company r- virtual company culture company um, where she's helping um, uh, helping tribes companies communities embed a, a system of values um, uh, come come together, um, create more, more community and conversation. And it's actually been and been doing pr- quite well. I mean, had she not lost that job last February, she would have never started the project, it would have it never taken off the way that it did. Um, let's talk to Sarah right now. Let's bring her through this, this process. Um, maybe with 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 the truth, you know, um, what, what would you say to Sarah?
1: So I would say, first of all, congratulations. Thank you for listening to your gut and knowing that there was something better for you. So, so Sarah, think about it this way. You had all the experience that led you to the point of the layoff. You went through a transition. Frederick Hudson, great work. He talks about in his academic model about how we go through life transitions. So so that's what Sarah did. She went through a transition like we all did in her transition, she got down to her truth. And she said, I've got an idea. I believe in myself so much, but more so I believe in this idea can truly help people solve this problem, whatever the problem A is. And so she probably went and said, guys or whomever, people, hello, I need help. How do I start a business? How do I incorporate the business? What do I need? So she probably went out and started talking to people and created a community. She could have done it on any social media platform, or she probably could have gone back to her colleagues of the past and said, hey, I need help. So therefore, what happens a lot of times, Chris, is that the message becomes larger than the messenger. And therefore, the message pulls you forth into you speaking into the space of where you're really supposed to be. That to me- I need to
0: double click on that.
1: Right, like right, because that's what it does. It pulls Mm -hmm. you forth, and in that, because because she said, "I'm going to go out and attempt this. I'm putting everything on the line, and I'm going to work this because this is telling me where I need to go." So, therefore, she was vulnerable. She was open to that journey,
0: and this is how it it came to fruition. There's the formula. So, let, let me break this one down. This I'm really excited about. This one, Carol, is that in a time when it looked like your resources had been cut off, Sarah, I want to say I'm so I'm so proud. I'm so proud to know you because when when your resources w- were cut off, you chose to be vulnerable. And, and, and the, the, the connections just sort of lit up. The people you needed to, to talk to were there because that inner purpose started to speak louder. You made yourself vulnerable. And what was prior was resourcelessness turned into a resourcefulness. And, and it was just this massive kickstart. And I saw everyone around you wondering how, how these things are happening. But I argue you've been preparing for it for a long time.
1: That is correct. That is correct. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, it could be, you know, my mother, when she walked into a classroom at the age of five, knew she wanted to be a teacher. Sometimes, you know, singers, Mm -hmm. you know, Sarah Vaughn, my sister, who are contralto, Roberta Flack, those voices take a lot longer to mature. So in other words, age doesn't mean anything. The age of our bodies doesn't mean anything. My mother told me Mm -hmm. that she felt like she grew up when she was at age 65. I said, Oh, Mm -hmm. thank goodness I've got time. (laughs) She said, Carol, she said, As long as you're purposeful, as you're figuring it out, it'll be okay. Right. So if a woman who tells me she didn't feel like she grew up until she turned 65, I'm like, This is cool. In other words, age doesn't mean anything. Right. So, so where Mm -hmm. we are with our purpose within our authenticity. That work before helped us get ready for us to stand up and to stand onto that quote-unquote stage, if we're thinking clubhouse language, but for us to stand up into that platform, if you will, to say, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can't handle the message. We can't handle it. And that's where we have those bumps and starts and bumps along the way. And everyone gets there the their journey everyone's journey is unique hence that's the reason why we need each other because of our experiences because of our wisdom because of our knows the ways of knowing and because of our strengths to help each other out and that's when we do that chris that's when to me as i talk this out that is how we create our authentic selves And we're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Know that. We're going to continuously make mistakes. Mistakes are part of how we learn. To me, I actually run to, I run the conflict. Because I know that's where I'm going to learn and evolve. I, You know, I always say that fear is my rocket fuel. I am constantly living in fear. And yet I take that energy and move through it to utilize it as my rocket fuel. That's the choice, the, the commitment to this message, because the message is much bigger than I. And for me, that's our purpose. That's our energy source. That's, that's the whole purpose of us being here. These are the lessons that we need to learn on, on while we're here. We, were, we are all here right now in this time for a reason. The question is, are we vulnerable to be open to seeking that out, regardless of what our circumstances lie before us? That's the question. And to me, in that is the authentic self. What are you thinking?
0: Hmm. I'm 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 contemplating taking us down the direction of um figuring out how you got to that place, figuring out how curl got to this place. Is that something you're comfortable talking about? Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty much an open book for the most part. <laughs> when I mean <laughs> what what was like your first transformative moment when when your eyes started to open to these things?
1: You really want to know? Yeah. Why not? Chris, I remember being born. Literally. Mm. And um I woke up in the birth canal because my mom's OBGYN woke me up by three thuds. And it and it and it jarred me. So I was hiccuping when I came out. Mm-hmm. My family says that I've been wanting to say something since the day I was born, (laughs) that I had something to say, literally. (laughs) So for me, that was was my first transformation, to be honest. And the second- Mm, The day you were born. The day I was born. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say the second was when I realized that I was unique because I realized- that I did I thought everybody remembered being born, and they weren't, and so I shut that down. I shut that story down for years. This is the first time I've ever shared it publicly, and so once I realized that I was different in that way, there were other differences as well. I had braces and brackets on my legs to straighten out my mm-hmm. legs, so the first eight years. I was looked upon very differently because of those braces and brackets, literally. And so as the years have gone on in my life, every chapter of my life has been some type of transition. For years, I didn't know what my purpose was. It wasn't clear. But now I look back, hindsight 2020, right? As always, I didn't have the language around it. My parents used to say to me, Carol, be seen and not heard. Now, a lot of people think that that is a negative statement. Where my mother came from with it very simply is look and observe. I took it on as an adult to understand the depthness of that. And I started to realize that I, was active, I actively listened to people. I actively listened for people of what they're saying and what they're not saying and what they're doing, what the atmosphere is and the environment around me. I actively observe. I'm constantly watching to see what's going on. Again, the tenor, the feeling, the ambiance, the energy, the space. Hence, then I actively reflect. I'm always in constant motion of, well, what does that mean? Well, what does that not mean? Hmm. What can I do with that? What can I not do with that? Right? It's always, it's always in source of questions because I'm a learner. And then I actively hope you see, hope by itself, it doesn't do much. It just sits there and looks real pretty. When I put active in front of listen, reflect, observe, and hope, there's power, there's energy, there's movement because there's concentration. So to be honest with you, the transition of where I'm at today was about my entire career's journey in the workplace. Mm-hmm. For me to really understand. See, when I got out of college, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have an internship. I literally started from nothing to a degree other than my degree, no pun intended. And so (laughs) I wanted to work, I wanted to work in business to learn everything about the business world. My dream was to go back and teach on a college campus. So that's what I did. I worked in sales, I worked in corporate purchasing and buying. And in those three roles that always moved and transformed themselves constantly, which was fine. I worked for three organizations, a small, a medium, and large size, so that I literally learned how the business models work through an entire business life cycle of a business, which is about seven to eight years. And then I always wanted to get a master's degree because remember, I wanted to go back and teach on a college campus, but that was a different road. It wasn't until recently that I picked up my master's degree in the study of leadership because I understood what business was. I didn't understand what leaders were. And that's what got me to come to where I am today. It was amazing, powerful people, peer mentors, elder mentors, younger mentors, people who I talk to all the time. We are mentored constantly. And so essentially That's how it all shook. That's how it all created and crafted. It was as if I had to take a time to find my voice, Chris. That's the other part of being authentic, is being willing to find one's voice. And when I found that voice, I said, not what I want to do with it. Then the message came forward. The message presented itself. And I am still, a, so I've literally become a student of the message. Isn't that profound? I came to that realization three days ago. I've become a student of the message. I've become a student of my purpose. I've become a student of authenticity.
0: Mm. You've become a student of the message three days. What happened three days ago? Feels like a lifetime. Um. (laughs) it's crazy how that happens right
1: it never you know life for me life and the aha moments never happen in the chaos they happen in the quiet it happened in the quiet Chris it happened um when you I started really you know what it happened I'll tell you what it happened now I think about it it happened after I thought about the poignant questions you asked when as we were preparing for right now When you, you, those questions, thank you, really had me think in a deep dive in wide way, horizontally, as far as what authenticity authentically means.
0: Can I read your answers?
1: Sure, please. Because honestly, I can't remember them. Once I write or say them, it's gone. It's out of my head. Please go.
0: So I was asking you about tribe and community. And your words are your words around that advice to someone building a community. Uh, You, you said it's all about we not me with empathy and respect, active, actively listen, actively observe, actively reflect, breathe, then respond. You're exactly what you've been saying. Mm -hmm. This way of knowing helps you understand what energizes you to live your purpose. Pretty congruent. Now I asked you about authenticity. Yes. Here's what you said. For me, it is about living in the being of my authentic self, the being of my authentic self living into my authentic self is a daily process that constantly challenges me to shift away from a scarcity mindset. It goes beyond being a daily practice. It is truly a way of existence. Now, I don't know if this was a typo, but you said beer is my rocket fuel. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, fear is my rocket fuel. That was a typo. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> fear
0: is my well, rocket. I don't know well,
1: if well beer could be. I I haven't I mean, had it for a while.
0: <laughs> neither have I. I actually just celebrated two years sober uh, on Saturday, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, fear you, is your then, rocket.
1: Fuel. Then, then it could work. I think it's doable. Yeah. Go ahead. Congratulations. Yes, running
0: away from that. Yes. Um, I say that when I feel as though my purpose is not at the forefront, I permit myself to say what needs to be said. I continually shift away from being w- from wor- worried about will people like this? Will I be accepted? What will they think? Now they are ready for the information. Is it the right time to share these ideas, content, information? Utilizing an opportunity allows me to expand the thoughts of the model in different ways of learning and other forms of knowing. This is how I find myself living, breathing, and learning my authentic self. And I'm okay with being my whole self in this manner. Yeah. That's pretty profound. Yeah. And that happened three days ago.
1: Yeah, a couple <laughs> days ago. Yeah, something like that. And the other thing too, Chris, throughout the uh, the past few years, is that I've gotten in contact with Little Carol, the inner self, little Little Carol. Yeah, the inner child. Yeah, we all have an inner child, and I uh, have been um, working through. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, for COVID, uh, past re- past. Um, experiences have popped up for me um Mm -hmm. friends that i haven't talked people i haven't talked to in my life for like years popped up for me Mm -hmm. and as a result old remembering you know memories popped up that Mm -hmm. i chose to look at heal let go complete and that, to me, is part of this process that COVID has, ha- has allowed for us to think through as well. The good and the bad. All of it. All of it. Because, it. because to me, COVID has put a mirror up for us to look at ourselves. It really did. And so being vulnerable, that's the reason I keep going back to being vulnerable. Being vulnerable is essential. Because if I'm not truth to my, if I'm not true to myself, Chris, how am I going to be true to you? You know what I mean. I can't be authentic if I'm not true to myself.
0: You were saying self care is selfless. It's not it selfish.
1: It is. But how is it
0: self? How is it selfless? All right. Let. let's talk to sarah right now sarah sarah now finds herself as the ceo of a a company she's got 12 employees now like Mm -hmm. that's crazy for one year of growth
1: that's amazing but
0: she's got 12 12 employees now she's she's not sleeping you know she's working 16 hours a day yeah you know self care seems selfish
1: and see here's the deal it does and it isn't so so let okay let let's really go here I, I get on a plane, right? I got to put my seat. I got to put my lap belt on. They close the doors. They go through the flight check. Captain's already moved around the entire plane to make sure everything's copacetic. That's part of their process, right? The airline attendants say, what do they say? Flight attendants say, that when they start going through the safety checks for everyone in the cabin, if the air if the oxygen shifts in the air cabin the tent, the, the the pressure changes which it does it can i've actually you know been some we've all somehow been in those experiences with turbulence da 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 the oxygen mass what they drop down there's a reason for that and what do they say they don't say help everybody put a, an oxygen mask on first no they say you put yours on first why because we got to have you together in order for you to help other people. That to me is the Mm -hmm. definition of self-care. So I have to drink water, right? I need to make sure that I have enough fats, enough carbs, enough protein, right? In my body for the body to continue to function. So you and I can move our energy to do what we do. That is self-care. I need to stretch. I need to move my ligaments. I need to physically move my body. What does that do? It pushes what? Oxygen through the body and it helps the brain, what? Function. Because the brain, the gut, and the heart move everything in the entire body. That's Mm self-care. So I got to sleep, drink water, eat clean, and move a little bit. Self-care. Because if any of those things are off, Chris, everything is off in your life. So if one thing is off in your life, everything is off in your life.
0: Let's bring this home. Okay. Let's bring this home. All right. Let's let's recap this. I think the main point, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think the the main point here is. The breakthroughs are going to come when you do. When you do, take a rest, Sarah. I'll just keep talking to Sarah right now. That's fine. When you do take a rest, I know you don't want to take that day off, yeah. but block it off for tomorrow if you can. Block it off for this weekend. It, it, you, you, do that. Yeah. And and when you slow down enough, mm-hmm. some, a voice is going to is going to pop up, mm-hmm. and you're going to feel something called purpose. You're going to feel something called your authentic self. Yeah, it's going to be there. Yeah. Whether or not you choose to ignore it is up to you. Um but then on Monday, once it the feeling's real clear, don't forget about it. Share it. And and in, in this case, be vulnerable about sharing it. It could be wildly different. It could be admitting for the first, you know, becoming public for the first time on a, on a podcast that you remember your birth. That's awesome. Yeah. I I want to know about, I want to know more about that. I wish we had more time to talk about that. I want you to write a book about that. I think it's, I think that's amazing, Carol. Um, and there's so much, so much we could, we could go into mm-hmm. those folks on Sarah for a second, share that with, with someone else. Even if you think it's a little bit crazy inside, it's okay. Just share it. And what's going to happen is in that moment, you're, you're telling others like, hey, I actually don't know all the answers, but here's what I think I was brought onto this planet to do. And then the, the magic happens where they'll kind of come around you and and say, well, I can do this. Well, I can do this. Well, I know this guy. Well, I know this girl, you know, and the dots will connect um, and you'll go to that next level just like you did in the beginning. Right. Is that. The. The. Does, does that make sense to you Sarah i I hope it does. Um, Carol, do you have anything you want to add here? Breathe <laughs> We all
1: need to breathe. I think that that is part of what um, one of the curtains as I call the inflection points we've all been experiencing um, over the past year has happened is that you know we 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 see what happens when we don't breathe. Mm-hmm. I ask for us to breathe. I ask for us to really look at are we are we more are we so focused on the noise is it possible for us as a collective to focus on the signals and to be focused on the moss on the tree so the moss on the tree really quick is when during times of slavery when those who wanted to leave, slaves, were leaving. They were escaping to go to freedom in my situation, in my in my ways of knowing, to go north. Um, in that case, that would have been the Ohio River toward freedom. Um escaped slaves would would focus on moss because see, theoretically, moss only grows on the north side of trees. Mm-hmm. So that they were aware of what was around them, right? They were aware of the noise. They were aware of their environment, but they kept focused on the f- moss on that tree. And so for me right now, being focused on our purpose, being focused on what we're doing, shifting it a bit, it's in constant motion. We're in constant flow right now. We're in a lot of flow right now. And so things are changing so fast. Are we focused on our purpose? Are we focused on finding our purpose, are we focused on that energy? Things that give us energy is what your purpose is. things that give you drive, things that give you joy, that's your purpose. And so if we are continue to be focused on that tree, on that moss, or whatever you want to call it, green apple, brick, whatever you want to call it, whatever the visual is for you, be aware of the noise. Be aware of the noise. Just so, and put it into the side pocket of your brain. But, and, and consider sincerely being focused on the moss, on your tree or your purpose. And that that is where we stay authentic. And that's the thing. When we're authentic, there's no room for lies. There's no room for trickery. There's no room for games. Because when we are in our authentic and in our true selves, and we've committed to that consistently, mm-hmm. that is where our greatness is. That's where life shows up. That's where abundance shows up. And I also ask for people to consider at the end of the day, be grateful for the day, regardless of what happened with the day. Really consider looking at what was the abundance of the day. I didn't get anything done, Carol. Okay, what did you do? I did this, 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 this. Oh, so it was the list of things that you wanted to do that you didn't get done. And look at how you did get a lot done. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Think of it from that perspective so that you don't have what folks call the zombies and the shadows of the day, right, to perpetuate into your tomorrow. I simply ask people to figure out how to look at those abundances every day. Regardless of how small they were able to save two cents on a dollar. Congratulations, you saved that two cents. That's amazing, right? I was able to breathe today. Fantastic it can be that minute that minute and i with and with active hope i hope that that helps as we continue to be separate and yet together as a collective authentically with authenticity